0: Hey there, Meyer Sign friends and followers. I'm Michael Boss, and I have the privilege of being the creator and host of Tales of the Magic Skagit, a podcast series celebrating the people, places, and things that make the Skagit Valley magic, sponsored by Meyer Sign. Thanks for giving us a listen. And now, on to the program.
1: We are here
0: at the Skagit County Fair joining us Joining us in this broadcast is Liza Bott, Liza Pethbott. Liza, you grew up in Skagit County.
1: I did, I did. I grew up in Bow on the farm where my granddad uh, moved in the 20s when he married his wife, who grew up down the road from him on LaConnor Whitney Road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, they had six children. And my father was one of those six children, and we farmed a few thousand acres out in Bow. Mm-hmm. Um, raised cattle, potatoes, sheep, uh, corn, peas, whatever would keep the bank account in the black.
0: <laughs> and Liza, what is your history here at the fair? Tell us about that. Well,
1: I uh, joined 4 H as a a uh, fifth grader is a ten-year-old. I was uh, an initial member of the B.E. Cosy Riders, um, now known as the B.E. Roadrunners, and they are still here at the fairgrounds. Um, the first year that that horse barn was built was my first year here at the fair, and um, so I competed with all the rest of the young people, mostly girls, um, but there were a few boys. Um, in uh, fitting and showing Mm -hmm. and in equitation where they judge how you ride your horse
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and then various other classes I also rode English because on the farm there were a lot of logs I jumped everything I could find growing up and so (laughs) I ended up um, riding and competing here and elsewhere um, uh, as an English equestrian and That's how I made my living was riding and teaching. Oh
0: my. What are are some of your strongest or strongest memories of the fair?
1: Of the fair. I um, I came uh, the very first year, um, I came with, uh, he was an old pickup horse. Our family also had rodeo stock. So one of the things, and, and took rodeo stock to rodeos around the Northwest, and one of the things you do when you have rodeo stock is you have horses that can help take riders off of the bareback horses right. and all That's of right. that. We also needed horses to work the cattle, yep. and this very nice older gentleman horse um, just became. He didn't like that work eventually. I'm not sure why, but he was he became my horse when I was about 5. Mm. And he was a great big kind gentleman. <laughs> it took very good care of me and so he was my first horse that I brought here to the fair. And then I acquired a thoroughbred the next year and wow everything took off
0: everything else is yeah. history. So you know, what, that's what, wonderful what years wonderful. would those have been i'm uh, just wondering in terms of any of the scrapbooks we have here.
1: 1963 was, oh, would shoot. have been my first year here
0: oh gosh we don't have yeah. any photos going back then. yeah
1: and i never showed cattle um i was always a um showed cattle the very first year they had the puget sound junior livestock show and sale and i see that now it is the skagit county livestock show and sale here and I came on Thursday night and watched part of that, and that took me back. Sure. So, yeah. Um, so I had a great time. I competed here for a number of years um, on uh, in the horse uh, competition, um, and loved it. I mean, I met a lot of people that that are still friends today, and and it was a good time. I was pretty successful. Went home with a lot of blue ribbons and a oh few purple ones, and yeah.
0: Got to be some very, very fond memories. Very, yeah.
1: very, yeah. I um also this morning I was thinking about other things I remembered about the fair. I even wrote some of them down.
0: Oh my goodness! Wow. Just to share with us today.
1: Oh, there used to be a parade through downtown. Yes, Mount yes, Vernon. there was. Yes. And um, so that was a lot of fun. And I had this pony that my parents purchased for me when I was about two. It's what every mother does for their two-year-old daughter. Put of him course. on a pony. Anyway, well, I outgrew him. And so since I couldn't really, shouldn't really ride him anymore, she bought me a wagon, a buggy. And I had a great time on oh, the farm boy. driving this horse around. Well, they, um, we used to use him in the parade with our 4-H club um you know as one of the, the horses would go side by side well that's not me up there but the horses would ride along we had the flags and all that but we had my pony and the cart oh. our club colors were turquoise and white so my mother being an artist came up with a bright idea we should Dye my almost all white pony turquoise. Oh my. (laughs) So we ran down to, is it Jerry's that's a couple blocks away? What's the the little market? Oh, the market.
0: Yeah, I think it's still Jerry's. Yeah, Jerry's. It is Jerry's. Still Jerry's.
1: So we went down and bought some blue food coloring and some green food coloring. And they dumped it in a bucket and made this dye for him. And mom says, It's too green. Go get more blue. (laughs) So a couple trips to Jerry's and we had the right shade of blue and dyed the pony blue. And I wish I could find a photograph. I was going to say,
0: any (laughs) pictures of that, I'd love to see them.
1: Yeah, my brother and one of his friends drove the pony that year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Sidetracked. I got sidetracked.
0: All right. Share Um, time.
1: So um, I remember the food scones
0: scones
1: scones are there still scones here
0: you know it's an interesting thing know. people have different ideas of what a scone should be i've seen things that to me look more like elephant ears that people call scones but you know and then i've seen more traditional of what i grew up with as english scones so yeah, yeah i don't know
1: so back in the day i mean scones were always one of my favorite things to get along with They call them Dairy Wives then, not Dairy Women. Okay. And you would get a milkshake or an ice cream cone. Yep, So that was the first thing I did when I got here on Thursday, Wednesday night, I guess it was.
0: I said, Ron, we have to
1: go find, and I ran into Ron Weeson, the county commissioner in the goat barn, and I said, where are the Dairy Wives? And he said, well, the Dairy Women are. (laughs) (laughs) So even the fair and the Dairy Women are in this century so that was fun um but um so back in the day there was in the 4-h building a little kitchen and we had to do time in the little kitchen making scones to sell so they turned us loose in there i can't even imagine 15 year old 16 year old kids in there i think somebody came and checked on us once in a while but We'd make the scones and bake them, and then you'd cut them and and butter and right. jam, jam them. Oh yeah. Put them in a little bag and yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Now it sounds like you make scones the way I think of scones. So. <laughs> yes. And I don't think I've seen anything Very like good. that around here now.
1: Yeah. So and then there were um, I don't remember which grange it was had a hamburger stand here where they grilled the onions. Mm, it yes. might have been Meadow metal uh, i don't remember
0: either but i remember the i remember the yes hamburgers.
1: and that was the best place to get a hamburger yeah. um and, uh,
0: so what about what do you think about the future of the fair how does it look
1: well i haven't been here for a number of years actually i've got another story to tell the last time i was here at the fair was a lot of years ago because my children were still in grade school and okay. i said they need to come to the fair yes and uh they were probably 13 14 15 years old oh they were younger than that because they were enamored with the hogs
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: so they um you know just thought the hogs were so cool sure. we had horses at home we'd moved back to the county and i we had some property and they had their own horses but they loved the pigs i said well here's what we could do is we could go get some piglets and raise them and then we could butcher them and so here are the rules you know you right, will build right, a pig right, pen right. and it was right by the horses and and the horses didn't like them much but so they raised these hogs and i said and we're going to butcher them oh boy but you just can't call them by name when they're on your plate
0: yes indeed yes indeed
1: so <laughs> they did that we did that <laughs> oh for my, a couple of All years right. they did so good for them yeah because um, that would have
0: been hard for me i think yeah. That's why farmers don't name their uh, the animals that they're going to use for meat. You
1: know? Yeah, well, I've got a little aside about the livestock show and a local restaurant tour. If you want to hear that one. That was pretty funny. I first year of the Puget Sound Junior Livestock Show and sale was down in Marysville at the livestock yard, the stockyard down there, and that was also 1963. And I won grand No, Reserve Grand Champion Steer, nice.
0: Nice.
1: which was great. So there was a show on a Friday, and then there was a sale on a Saturday. And many local businesses came down and purchased animals from the 4-H and the FFA people who were showing. There was steers, sheep, and hogs. Well, Max Dale purchased my steer.
0: Oh. And
1: he got lots of good publicity. I have a number of photographs in the... In my 4 H scrapbook of Max Dale standing with me and my Herbie, oh, my gee. steer, oh, and uh, and my picture was in the Seattle Times, and it was kind of oh, crazy. Wow. But several months after the show, which was the second weekend of June, um. I received a manila envelope in the mail, and I pulled out this letter, and it was from Max Dale, and he said, well, I'm so happy I purchased your steer, and went on and on, and, and, um, finding closed a certificate for a steak dinner of your choice, Oh, oh my! and, oh my. one more thing, he sent me his tail. Oh, no, oh,
0: my <laughs> gosh. That's
1: some godfather. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Sent me his tail. Oh. Which I think I was really more. I kind of liked having the tail. I wish I knew where it was. Oh my God. Did um, you ever go
0: and have the steak?
1: No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So. Um, oh, all right. Speaking of Liza steak. Liza Bott, thank you so you're very much. You're welcome.
0: This concludes another episode of Tales of the Magic Skagit. You can follow us on Facebook at Meyer Sign as well as read our stories on our website, myersign.com. Just click on Behind the Sign for all the good stuff. Thanks for listening, and keep the skadget magic, y'all.